Hey there, it is Derek Beck. We are uh, talking 4-H, our, our monthly conversation with Caitlin Jacobson. She's one of the extension educators. I say one of, you're you're the bomb, Caitlin. <laughs> um, you, I mean, you love 4-H and you love the kids that you get to work with uh, in the counties that you serve. I do. I do. I love getting to know all the 4-Hers and just getting to know all their different interests and helping 4-Hers find, helping youth find a fit in 4-H. Because like I've said it before, I'll say it again, there is there is a place for everybody. It's not just ag. Um, if you're not into livestock, um, there's a whole bunch of different opportunities for you. And we're going to talk about one of those. Today. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited that you brought uh, Jalen Miller. Uh, Jalen is uh, a six grader at Sutherland. And uh, we're going to talk entomology 4-H today. Uh, a trick question to start you off, Jalen. How do you spell entomology? I don't know either. I will have to look it up. So I, I'm sorry. It's like asking somebody to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Can you spell that, Caitlin? No. No, no. That's exactly, that's exactly right. None of us really know how. But entomology. So what's the, I know what it is, but uh, Jalen and, and Caitlin, what's kind of the, the definition of entomology? What is it that you do? Um, in entomology, you basically study and preserve bugs so that others can see it. So you get different types of bugs, and you freeze them, and then you pin them to show off, like, their bodies, and then just it's all just studying about them. Well, and I have seen some that get involved with this. Um, I've seen really, really in-depth fancy displays, and I've seen some that, that probably I would have made that are like... Um, well, I found these 12 bugs and I put them in there. I have a feeling just uh, from talking to you off the air, you, you're you probably pretty good at this. What what makes you good at entomology? Um, My father helps me a lot. So he built my boxes and everything, and he taught me how to pin my bugs. Because my father's a very pre- precise person, so he knew exactly how to pin them and just right off the bat started teaching me, like, put this leg here and that leg here and... Yeah. Well, I mean, but but that's that's the name of the game it's a, a little skill. bit. Skill pinning in and of itself is a skill. Yeah, yeah it's sure. it's that it's that long term preservation of uh, of an insect. And but what kind of of we we're just calling them bugs, I guess. But what are some of the bugs that you catch and you freeze and you you preserve? Um, my father really likes doing the moths. I prefer doing beetles. So we've got a ton of beetles and like wasps, and then we've got. Sick bugs, wasps, he said wasps, uh, moths, butterflies, anything. Is there one of those that's maybe the hardest to catch? Because I think that would be really difficult. Um, I could catch some bugs that are like obvious, but you were naming off moths and butterflies and beetles. How do you catch them? Um, Beetles, unless they're flying, we usually just like get plastic containers and we just like put it over them and then slip the lid under but with like the moths and butterflies you have to get a silk net and like catch them i was gonna yeah i I think you were getting ready to say this and then i i all but cut you off so i apologize but yeah so a lot of those that have wings especially you want to make sure you don't damage the wings right and you can't keep them alive in containers for too long so usually with butterflies and stuff, we put them in like plastic bags and then suck the air out. That way their wings like flan out because if they're stuck in a plastic container, 
they'll like hit the sides of the walls and all their coloring and stuff falls off and they damage their wings pretty bad. Well, that's pretty incredible. So how do you decide, you know, do, do you kind of make a list ahead of time of, of types of bugs and insects you want to catch or, or do you have a list through 4-H that you, that you have to do? Um, so after every 4-H, we get a new list, well, a new year that we have to do. So we have to get a certain amount of new bugs and a certain amount of categories. So we do kind of go off of that. But usually, me and my, we all just usually take a day and just go out hunting for bugs. Like, because we have a ton of trees behind our house, and we usually just go back behind there. And my dad usually just finds random bugs. He carries a bag around with him, and he'll just catch a bug when he finds one cool. And so we do, me and my mother do that too. Is your dad's nickname the Bug Man? It sounds sounds like it should be, man. It sounds sounds <laughs> yeah. like dad is really into this. So Yeah, he got cool. me started on this. My cousin did it one year, and I thought it was cool. And I told my dad about it, and then we just started off there. I think that's fantastic. And Caitlin, that's kind of how kids get started with not just with entomology, but with a lot of the 4-H projects. It's it's a it's a parent or a family member or an nugger or maybe maybe a cousin that's that's doing something and then you hope they no pun intended catch the bug and want to want to do it themselves. Yeah, exactly. 4-H um I definitely utilizes a lot of volunteers and adults which we could not be to have a successful 4-H program without that. And so 4-H is all about the learn by doing motto with, you know, using caring adults to kind of help and guide um, and help spark interest in youth for help, you know, to find those interests and maybe make a career out of it or, you know, just have, have a hobby. It's something that you just enjoy doing um, and learn and become educated while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're talking with Jalen Miller again. She's a sixth grader in uh, in Sutherland. And what were you telling me? This is your fourth year to do entomology. Is that right? Yes. And what are some... I. I it sounds like this isn't the only 4-H event that you're in. What are some of the others that you've done? Um, I do horses, livestock, and then I used to do, like, a ton of baking. And then rabbits are my main kind of thing. So when it comes fair time, sounds like you're super busy. Yes, very. <laughs> but you like it, right? How how have you done? Have you have you gotten some some big ribbons or trophies or anything like that? Or you're 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 very young to be to be collecting things, but Caitlin brings in people that do pretty well usually. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um my bug boxes got my first year doing bugs, I got the highest ribbon that you could get at State Fair. And then every other year they've gotten a purple. I've gotten two rainbow ribbons. And that's the best that you can get, yes, right, Caitlin? Yes, absolutely. So. Rainbow ribbons, rainbow recognition is very special recognition at the State Fair. Um, and we're talking out of thousands of exhibits yeah. that come to the Nebraska State Fair, they choose very um, limited amount. So it is a, definitely an honor to receive a rainbow ribbon at State Fair. Well, are you, what are you, are you going to do entomology again this year? Or what are, um, what are the events you're going to do this next summer? Yes, I do plan on doing entomology this year. I just like saying entomology if you haven't figured that out <laughs> yet either. So, and I'm going to figure out how to spell it before we uh, put this up at northplatpost.com so I spell it right too. But, uh, um, Caitlin, it's probably that time of year where, where families and, and kids uh, need to be figuring out what they want to do for the spring and the summer because some of that's going to start here right around the corner. Right. Um, projects like entomology, um, 
you don't want to start obviously in June or July yep. before you come to fair. It's a, it's one of those projects I tell families all the time. And 4-H is, I mean, a lot of people think 4-H at fair, right? But 4-H is a lot of projects can be a year long. Um, if you're truly getting the education out of the project, you are practicing and working on your project all year long, um, for sure. So, um, like I said, they you can be collecting bugs at any point in time. <laughs> so, um, I mean, maybe not in winter, maybe not as much, but um, it's just that's the cool part about 4-H because it's just an ongoing learning process that the culmination, it's the culmination is at fair. Well, uh, as we wrap things up, I love, Jalen, that you, you've mentioned your dad a lot, and I was joking about Bug Dad, but that would be a pretty cool name. I think it's really neat that you found something that you can spend some time with a family member, in this case, your dad, mm-hmm. doing things together. It sounds like he really enjoys it, and you must really enjoy it. I'm sure the time you get to spend together is pretty neat, too. Yeah, most of my time during the bug is spent with my father because he helps me with everything. Well, you can find out more. I encourage you to get a hold of uh, Jalen. Obviously, she knows what she is doing uh, if you want to get your kids in uh, entomology. But thank you for, for coming in. Best of luck uh, as you get ready for the season. Uh, Merry Christmas. It's all, I can't believe we're a week away from Christmas. Um, but then, yeah, into 2024. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to start in on those 4 H projects. And Fair will be here right around the corner uh, as well. Are there any deadlines coming up, Caitlin, that people? People need to be aware of if they're getting people ready or uh, folks that don't know. We were talking about uh, Jalen was in Clover Kids uh, as she was uh, really young. Uh, you can get them in about any time when they're young. But what is that age when we switch from Clover Kids to 4-H for folks that may not know but are interested in showing at the fair this year? Yeah. So 4-H age goes by your age that you are of January 1st, right? So Clover Kids are age. If you're five, as of January 1st, you are eligible to be a Clover Kid. Um, and that's five to seven. And then when you are eight years old, 4-H age, so by January 1st, then you are officially 4-H age and can um, do any of the projects. Um, not that Clover Kids are super limited, but I always encourage families to get started young because you do kind of catch the bug and get really excited because that's what I love about 4-H is it just brings families together. It's time that you can spend together, um, you know, dual purpose, right? Doing something you enjoy and and a 4-H project. But 4-H enrollment is open uh, now. The deadline to get enrolled by for, for 4-H is by June 15th. Um, we always encourage people to get enrolled earlier than that, um, especially for doing uh, – projects like shooting sports and horse projects. Um, If you're doing any practicing or any 4-H related things, you do need to be enrolled in 4-H before you start any of that to sign consents and all that kind of jargon. (laughs) But um, you can enroll in 4-H anytime. Um, 4-H online um, is where you go to enroll. You can also find that information on our website, llm.unl.edu or contact the office 308-532-2683 and we'd be happy to help you through that process. She's Caitlin Jacobson, Jalen Miller with us as well. Thanks for taking the time with us and hey, get your kids signed up for 4-H. You heard uh, Caitlin say uh, those age deadlines that some of you will need to pay attention to is uh, literally two weeks away here on January 1st. Thanks, ladies. Thank you.